Daddy D. If it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. Going down, Hello and welcome back everyone to Bunny Ranch Podcast. My name is Alice Little and I am your host as well as a legal sex worker at the world-famous Moonlight Bunny Ranch located in Carson City, Nevada. This week, I have a very special guest from Love Ranch, our good friend, Juniper Jones. Hello, hello, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's it's such a pleasure to be here. I've been uh, waiting to do this for a while. I'm a big fan, obviously. Oh, stop. You're good to work with. It's nice to have people that you like. It's true. (laughs) It's it's a good environment here. And talking of environments, you're over at the Love Ranch, correct? Yes, yes. And uh, we have, it's so mellow there. It's like, it's, it's just a breath of fresh air. We've, there's been so many changes and I know everybody has like their own perceptions of it, but really it's just been starting fresh and everybody, as soon as you walk in, it's warm, it's welcoming. It's just, it's what, what you expect and what you really want from, from this type of establishment. It's true. A lot of people have this perception that the first time they walk into a brothel, that it's going to be a very cold and hard environment where it's all neon and glitz and glamour. When you walk into the Love Ranch, it is like stepping into somebody's comfortable, cozy living room. It really is a welcoming parlor space. There's couches, little seating areas, even a cozy bar to get a drink. It's just very casual and relaxed, which I love. It is. It's. I think it's much more laid back than any other any other establishment that you're going to go into uh, or brothel or whatever you want to call us and it's my it's my home so it's like weird to even call it anything I know I, mean, I know like, and, I've been and living there for so long it's like, this is my house yeah like welcome like, to my house <laughs> like come on in this is my living room pull up a chair like let me hug you let me show you photos of you know you like, want some coffee like what's yeah. up it's just it's such a wonderful environment and I know it always surprises people when we describe them as being these kind of cozy warm spaces but you figure it's such a communal opportunity for people to interact learn more about each other, and really explore themselves too. Yeah, I think when you have a, a really nice environment like that, it's easier to let go and and to really feed into some of the fantasies that you might have had that you didn't want to explore before, you didn't know how to, mm-hmm. and just really express yourself. And sometimes people just even come in and they grab a drink, and we love that too. I mean, come in for karaoke night, come in for our monthly parties. It's, yes. it's There's no pressure. It's just come in and get a feel for the place. And then figure out if that's something, if you want to take it further, great. If not, then at least you got to hang out with some beautiful women. We got a lot of hot ones. It's so. true. <laughs> it's, it's a common misconception that when you step into a brothel, there is a pressure to party. There isn't. There is never any expectation that you partake of sexual services when you come to our establishment. We're equally welcoming to those that simply want to come in for a free tour, have a drink, and just hang out and meet the ladies. That's also totally acceptable and totally okay as well. I think a lot of people get that stigma from any type of... uh, I mean, we are... In a lot of ways, we have a retail type of interaction or environment. When you go to retail places, yeah, some people get a little bit... They'll be pushy and this and that. And it's hard for us not to be sometimes, too, because, you know, we want to party. We want to interact with mm-hmm. people. We want to we want to touch your parts and get all <laughs> weird and see you naked and stuff. So um, I, I think gals get a little bit carried away with that. And it, it happens from time to time. But it's it's per person. It's per 
you know, situation. And yeah, I think really would, we're just all here to have fun. Mm-hmm. I know what some guests do for their very first visit is what they choose to do is set an appointment with the lady and they actually plan to meet up with her about 30 minutes before their actual appointment. This way you have that time to kind of breathe in, breathe out, get a nice tour of the property and kind of let your shoulders down a little bit before going right into the services and engagements. Well, it's nerve wracking. At the end of the day, we're strangers. It's true. It's true. And you figure one of my favorite things is the fact that you are able to email the girls in advance of your party. So this way it feels a little bit more comfortable when you actually arrive. So it's like you get to meet a friend more so than a stranger. We've at least had that time to go back and forth and have that conversation. Yeah, but then, I I mean, out dates and then hanging out, like you said, uh, you know, a little bit ahead of time, that really, it just eases into the whole experience. It's it's nice to have that icebreaker to get to know somebody uh, on a personal level, just face-to-face. I'm not always the best at interacting with people online and stuff because I don't know how to express myself in that way properly. Mm-hmm. I always do better, like, face-to-face. Like, when I'm there, I am in the moment. I won't be on my phone. I'm not doing all these things. I'm I'm there. And I want to know about people and I want to like interact and get that vibe. And I think having that connection, it's, it changes every perspective that you would have about how it's going to be. I mean, I've had people like break down and have almost panic attacks before I've even met them. And I'm like, like, okay, let's hold hands. It's okay. We got this. Deep breath. Let's bring the energy from an 11 (laughs) team down to a two. Nobody needs to have a heart attack. This is supposed to be a positive, fun experience. And of course, we're always understanding of those that come into this environment feeling anxious. You figure we're professionals, we'll be able to handhold you through it and help guide you through that first initial experience. And sometimes we don't even know what to expect. It's true. I was going to say, are you more of an extrovert or an introvert? I am the most introverted extrovert that you will ever meet. So you're like almost an omnivert in the sense that you kind of like straddle the line between the two. Like Some people like... all of my friends will always say that I'm I'm this big extrovert and all this other stuff. But it's like, no, they put me in those situations. And I, just, <laughs> I've, I hopefully flourish. I don't know. I I am I stutter all the time. I get nervous. I I'm I'm odd. Like I I, I go to Comic Con. I like read comic books and yes! stuff. Yes. Like okay. Have <laughs> you seen the new Spider Man movie? I have not. <gasps> but did shame on you. You're missing out. It's so freaking good. Go see Far From Home ASAP. Or better yet, somebody go with her. Like if you Please. like comics. Outdates, that's a thing here. You can actually leave the ranch property with a lady and even go and have a nice romantic experience like a movie and then go back to the homeroom and, you know, play. Well, yeah, we, well, of course, you can play Spider Man and MJ. You can do a little sexy role play. If we don't get naked, I'm going to be upset about it. Okay? I'm just saying, <laughs> you would be a really sexy MJ oh. to someone Spider Man. Okay, I'm just you with saying. with the red hair over here, calm down. <laughs> hey, hey now. MJ is a character. She is not a phenotype. She can look like anyone. I can be MJ. You could be MJ. We could even be like Spider Gwen. We can make this work. I don't think I'm blonde enough to be Gwen, but I, but I, but I, I agree well, with what you're saying. We can wear wigs. We'll no, make it's it the work. same way when you think about like uh, what is it? Venom. Uh, he's a, 
basically like part of a collective hive mind. It can exist Venom. in any universe, any place. Yes. yes. I love it. Yeah. I mean, why why limit your imagination when it could be many things? Mm-hmm. I open it up. Be multifaceted. Uh, just check it out. Explore what you're into. Yeah, seriously. And talking about exploration, you were sharing with me that you've had the opportunity to go on a number of different hikes this summer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've had so many hikes. I actually, I lost all the weight because I was hiking all the time. I hiked like... Like three to five hours a day. Actually, I had to oh stop. Oh, my God. I had to stop hiking because I get, I I just love it. I love it so much. I'm doing the Tahoe Room Trail this summer. Oh, my God. It's oh, the yes. best. Though I will warn you, be careful, no joke. Last summer, they had to close close the section of the trail. There was, I guess, a, a very ferocious mother bear with triplets. Oh, yeah, there, there's still like 25 miles of the rim trail I didn't get to complete because they had to close it. We've driven around the lake, yeah. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I always get scared, though, when you get to Emerald Bay because they don't have the, excuse me, sorry, uh, they don't have the guardrails right there. Oh, it's, it's true. Narrow road. It's completely nerve-wracking, and then the road gets crazy narrow, and it's like twists and winds around this super tight <sighs> corkscrew, and it's just like, oh, my heart's like pounding. Oh, miles God. an hour. And I've gotten, since I'm from Seattle, so we all drive the speed limit there, if not like five over, and then uh, we have a lot of traffic, so we're used to that, but... In Nevada is something else. I've gotten in three accidents in the last year. Oh, my since God. I've been here. There's uh, something about the Nevada drivers. You know, it's funny you mentioned the accidents. Two summers ago, I had somebody rear-end me going 50 miles per hour. I was stopped at a red light, and they, they hit my car, completely totaled oh my it. It was great. My face bounced off the steering wheel. It was... Ugh. It was real that, pretty. You get that bruise up here. Oh man, I came like straight across my face. It looked like I was Gosh. a little panda. It was it was real cute. I'm happy. Well, I'm happier. Okay. That's, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, thank God. Knock on wood. It was no big deal. If, if anything, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. As it kind of gave me the down payment for my new car, which is which was awesome. Well, I mean, it's all about loving your vehicle. I had this. I don't know what your first car was. My first car ever that I bought was a 1986 Buick Skylark, and it was maroon, but that wasn't necessarily the first car that I had uh, that I drove. I didn't get my license until I was almost 21, and I got a 1998 Volvo S70 with a turbo, and I would would flaunt that all the time. And I I, I totaled that car, actually, within two minutes of getting it. Well, I have, a, I have a mild case of narcolepsy. I have a sleep condition. So oh, shoot. I fell asleep on the wheel on the freeway, and I hit the Jersey barrier. I must have been going 65, 70. Oh, damn. I knocked out, and then concrete wall. Uh, there were parts of my uh, vehicle three lanes over, and um, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive from that. I broke broke my hand. And, Ooh, um, that's all you broke? Uh, Volvos are amazing. They used that to is have, awesome. Damn. They are amazing. I actually bought the same make and model. Of the car because it was like, well, clearly I'm going to be safe. Yeah, I would say so. Any other I, car gave me a panic attack I, for a while. I can't say anything. Um, so I grew up in New York City, and so people don't really have cars in New York. And if they do, so, they're the scariest drivers. It's so. true. That's true. That's true. And like, when I got my first car when I moved out to the Midwest, no one told me about this thing that you put in the gar- car called, called oil. They, they need oil, and they need oil changes. It doesn't only exist in the Midwest, but I did. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. So I literally broke the engine of my first vehicle. I've heard of people doing that. Yeah, that. I did that. That was me. It was a PT Cruiser, and I literally drove it into the you ground. You Cruiser Bruiser? It was so cute. Like, blue smoke came out of the taillight and everything. And I was like, oh, look, it's the genie escaping. My car is dying. Bye. 
It was, it was really embarrassing. I used to, no, I used to love those cars. They're, they're, they're nice. They're nice vehicles. I would totally still drive one around. They are so cute. They're like, standbys. Yeah, they're, they I are. They're cute. super reliable. Yeah. They've got plenty of space. Like I you totally have a, drove a white around. Trunk in that, in hey, that. hey! Now I was able to fit a miniature pony into the back seat of a PT Cruiser. They are very impressive little vehicles. Don't ask me why I had a miniature pony in my I car. I wouldn't. No, I've, met, I've met a couple of your horses before. I would never, <laughs> ask, I would never ask why you would have animals. I get it. It's I'm true. A, I'm an animal person myself. So I, I was going to say, what animals do you have right now? I actually just got a new uh, little terrier. Ah! Oh, what's his name? I named her Louise. Um, it's, my, it's my mom's middle name. Uh, and then my mom's family for years, they called her Babalu. And my mom just had her 50th birthday party. So I was down in California for that, uh, which was bittersweet. It's interesting to see family when it's been a while, and especially mm-hmm. when you're a legal sex worker. Yes! Oh, my God. Can we talk about that? Because that is the number one question everyone asks about is, oh, what does your family think of this job? And the answer is, for each sex worker, it is all over it's the different. place. It is, yeah. It really, really is, because you figure, even with one family unit, half the family can be super progressive, and then some yeah. of them really conservative. Like, I know even within my own family, by and large, most are very understanding, but I do have a couple of very conservative aunts and uncles that are like, oh, I don't know about that so much. They probably try to have like talks with you. And I, I, oh, you're right. They I'm do. Just, My uncle especially. He's like, no. I have an aunt who's a nun. <laughs> My mom's, Does she know? No, no. Uh, well, kind of yes and no. It's it's kind of a mix of uh, people who know and people who don't know. Mm-hmm. My my immediate family is my parents have been very supportive. I used to overexert myself in in my previous careers. I was gonna say you and I were talking beforehand. And you had mentioned that you kind of had this really interesting, high-powered career very, very early on. Like- I did. I was the youngest person ever hired for uh, my position in the history of company uh, two times. One, first, when I started working for Cisco Foods. The second time, when I started working for Southern. And then actually, the third time, when I became a manager. And I, I'm really good at sales. I can be uh, very much so a workaholic. I can be very organized, and I can be very... I, I've been called frigid on multiple occasions uh, in, in a workplace environment. Mm-hmm. I become very bossy. And I, I think that's a misconception, too, that people interpret intelligent, self-confident women in charge as being frigid or being the bitch. And no, that's not the case. You were just taking the authoritative role that you were in and using your power to actually accomplish the tasks that you were assigned. Exactly. And There's I, nothing wrong with that. I grew up in a much different environment. My, my parents were hippies. Um, I grew up in a very commune-esque type of uh, type of way, and they're very like, I, like I remember going to a birthday party when I was like seven, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I went home and I was like, Mom, why is 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 such and such as like Mom sick? She's like, No, why? And I was like, Because well, she wore clothes like the whole time. And so yeah. in my mind, at that at that point as a child, I was like, Well, if if women wear clothes like fully like that. It, it must be that they have some sort of illness or they're in like their workplace. But at oh, like their home, so funny. at their home, it's like, no, like nudism is, is very, is very forward. And then I, oddly enough, because of how extreme my parents were, I wound up going the opposite route because I crave stability and I wanted to be modest oh, that's and I so wanted interesting. to be uh, that way. And then I wound up doing that. And then I got there all my life when I was young, all I ever wanted to be was upper middle class. <laughs> and then I became upper middle class and I realized 
I was like, happiness is not necessarily, it's not that. It's just about the moments that you have with people and the, the people yes. you get to interact with. And the moments that we have here are second to none. I mean, when it comes to that, I've, I've had some of the best experiences being here. I just had my year anniversary. Yay! Your hell anniversary! Oh, it was on the 13th, and, uh, which is actually the anniversary of Frida Kahlo's death, which is a whole other thing. But mm. I, I love her. But um, Oh, brilliant, brilliant woman. <laughs> so impressed. So good. Such a great artist. And again, we have to point out the fact that we are sex workers on a podcast talking about Frida Kahlo. Things <laughs> you don't expect much. I mean, we get really weird with it. I could, I could bring out some odd facts about ballooning or whatever you want. We are very multifaceted people. Like, do not be mistaken. I've met some of the most brilliant and exciting and engaging women working with this company. Sometimes, like, I, I get, like, some people will tell me that when they meet me, they, oh, like it's like meeting a celebrity. I'm like, that's how I feel when I meet all of these other people. <laughs> like I like meeting Remy Martin or uh, just got, uh, you. Oh, obviously. Jesus. Uh, the first time I met Air Force Amy, I thought oh. I was going to throw up. I was like, oh, Remy, oh my God. Me. Oh my God. Act cool. Act cool. <laughs> like I was. She's so cool too. She's so Jesus cool. Jesus Christ. I was like so freaked out. I was like, oh my God, it's Amy. Oh my God, it's Amy. And she's such a down-to-earth and warm she, human. I love her. Uh, she's fun. She's funny. She's, she's, she's got so many stories. And she actually, she listens and she cares and she's, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She sold me my two pieces of furniture that I've, I've ever not bought from Ikea or from a thrift store. And <laughs> I like awesome. called my mom about it and I like, I like FaceTime my mom and I'm like showing her all these pieces and stuff. And I, I do want to say once again, I'm so blessed to have the, the really like, a hundred percent support of my parents. They weren't super happy about, you know, some of the, you know, videos online. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, and it's true, but you figure they respect your choice as an adult to do what you want consensually with your own body. That's, that's your God given right as an American, like welcome to America. And I think we get with, to have legal brothels and freedom with legal brothels. We help so many people. It's so it's not just, you know, like you have this physical interaction with somebody. It's, it's more than that. You, I experiencing it and just mm. holding people and caring for people and working yes. through uh, different, you know, uh, trials in their lives or getting to know them, uh, caring for them, becoming friends, lifelong friends. It's, it's, God, it's true. It's about connection. It's, how could you not support something that's like this when it's exponentially beneficial to to the betterment of mankind. Yeah, you figure it gives women a career opportunity. It gives men the opportunity that may not otherwise have so to seek companionship and get their needs met. Like the list just goes on and on and on yeah. in terms of benefits. When, like you were talking about the different ways that we're able to help people. Is there a specific story you can think of that you're able to oh share God, with us? A specific one. There's so many. I, I primarily work with people who are usually virgins or people who are getting over really intense physical uh, just uh, trials, uh, people who are getting over long relationships that they mm. don't know how to kind of ease right back into society and stuff like that. I mean, yes. Can we just say, like, divorce rate in this country is about 50 50. So you figure half of our country 
is recovering from these failed relationships and there's really no good resources out there for that. Well, and I think a lot of people don't know how to properly navigate through getting over somebody or getting through a breakup. And it's a lot about just taking time and really sometimes it is having a physical interaction with a sex worker or whatever. It's whatever you need in order to grow and develop. And we, I think as in our field, we just have a lot of experience in it. We see it every day mm-hmm. and we get to know these people and we we get a better understanding of really how to how to move them in the right direction. It, I've I have been to the point where I have had people it be so happy that they cry and they hug me. I've had people cry in my shower while I hold them and I pet their head while they're getting over the loss of somebody. And it it's just healing. It's just it's beautiful. It is. And and people would never expect to hear like, wow, you're there for somebody on that deep emotional level. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we are, man. Like that is very much so our lived reality. And the other thing is discretion. You can yes. do that. You can have that release. And then you can walk away and you can go and just be whoever you want to be or whatever. And you could come and you could lie about your entire life and we will hug you and we will hold you and we will do dirty things to you however you want them. And then uh, just go about your business. Yes. I, I kind of think of it as being such a beautiful opportunity to come, express yourself, be free, and share that with somebody else at such a deep, vulnerable level. Sex work discussion is such a huge part of what we do. And I do want to touch on the fact that any stories that we share on this show are always with consent and anonymized. Yeah. We never disclose information. Your information is 100% safe. Even our billing is incredibly discreet. We work to the ultimate capacity possible to ensure that you are able to come here and feel safe. We want to better your lives. We don't want to ruin them. Yes. Some some weird ATM receipt or something. Like, it's... It's an opportunity to have full discretion and to be with people who are knowledgeable sexually, who are going to want to make you feel comfortable, who are experienced in all of that. This is the best industry that I've ever been in in my entire life, and I will continue. when, If and when, I always say, like, I'll retire when I either get fired or I I die. Um, (laughs) But if I – or, like, they fire me or something like that. You're like – I will continue to always look at all of this time as just a growth even for me mm. as as a sex worker, as an individual, as a person. This place has helped me exponentially become, uh, I want to say, just ideally a better person in my eyes, but I'm always working towards it, but it's great. And I mean, I'd, I'm sure that you and in your line, you've obviously experienced so many of the same things. It's, it's powerful. It's beautiful. I also want to like... I get, too, I get too intense about it when I'm like, I'm like, no, it's it's beautiful. Like, I'm like, I love mm-hmm. it. I love being a sex worker. Mm-hmm. I just got a new doc. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about it earlier. I just want to jump back to it because she's so cute. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. So where'd this dog come from? What's the story? She's a rescue. It was a, a friend of a friend. She had been, uh, she got it as a puppy. I mean, she's only five weeks old still, so she still has oh a little baby. Oh, my God. It's a super baby puppy. She's so cute. Oh, I cuddled with her all last night. It was just Cuddling a dog is second to none. I grew up with a lot of animals. My parents used to breed uh, dogs. and Oh, my God. What kind of dogs? Uh, my parents used to breed miniature Australian Shepherds. Oh, my God. What smart dogs. My, my grandmother breeds Irish wolfhounds. So, like, same thing. There's this awesome photo of me at, like, 10 months old that I'm, like, toddling around, <laughs> balanced on these two giant dogs. Like, I mean, granted, the dogs were still giant compared, like, 
But anyway. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're not that tall, either of us. I mean, you, it, obviously, you, I can reach a couple things that you can't. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But I always say, uh, if any man were to ever get me a step stool, he better get ready to step the heck out of my life because I am smart. I will figure it out. I will climb on ta- countertops. Yes. I the small lady maneuver. It's real. Like, you put the hand yeah. and you get, like, the little jump going. It's like, insulting if you try to... Do not try yeah, to Yeah, like, to no, we got this down to a science. We've been living this way our whole lives. I we know how to adapt. I, yes, I am a grown adult. <laughs> I will navigate through my cupboards. I don't know how grown I am, but, like, grown enough anyway. I'm an adult in training. Anyway, I'm going through my anyway. crisis right now. So. <laughs> Actually, I have my birthday coming up, too. So Ooh. we have, um, yeah, we're going to have a big party uh, on Saturday. Oh, Yay. I'm going to be 26. Crazy. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's an exciting change. It's like, ooh, the transition stage. Now you're a real adult. I guess, well, I mean, I'm trying. I'm like, gonna, like I, said, I still got the training wheels on. I'm going to work towards it. But I can rent a car legally. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I was going to say, yeah, you also that. get the insurance drop. That's a nice benefit, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, I did say earlier that I was in three accidents. Oh, yeah, you so did. Maybe not for me, but for most people, probably the insurance. That's okay. We'll make it work. Like, I'll co-sign you on my insurance. I'll never know. It's well, cool. 50-50. You know? We're family here. Like, we got this. Save yourself, though. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. No, actually, I remember even the first time that I met you. It was, uh, it was we were having, about to have lunch with Daddy D. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. I miss him so freaking much. I did. I was thinking about him the other day. He was a very kind man. Yes. I was going to say, we were joking before the show got started that there's this little black rabbit that's wandering around the bunny ranch. And it's like, ooh, it's Dennis in his suit. He's like back for a visit. He's like, girls, girls. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was always, always coming to a tea party and he'd like he'd do his hands. He wouldn't even be paying attention to anything that we were talking about. Like he would just get like a tidbit of it and then he'd swivel his chair around. Like, girls, 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 come on. Like, girls, <laughs> gather around and listen. Like, <laughs> same tone of voice every time. Just so funny. Now, so sit down and listen. He was the best. He was, it was crude and official and wonderful all at once. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it was a sad day. Mm-hmm. It really was. At the same time, though, it really is this beautiful new chapter for all of the ranches in yeah. the sense that now we're discovering them with this new female forward energy, which is yeah. really interesting. We're really, as a company, we're growing in the right direction. And it's nice to be here now and be on the forefront of that. And I just, I can't wait to see where all these changes will lead and all of the wonderful things that we're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's and a it's a really exciting time right now in the world of sex work. You figure there's discussions happening that have never been had publicly yeah. before. People are talking about the ranches in a whole new context and actually beginning to understand, really, it's not about sex. It really is about the adventure. It is. I Sometimes I think that we're more therapists, if anything, and just like, which is helpful people just... Uh, I, a helping hand. I don't even say therapist. Therapists almost sound like condescending, but it's, it's too clinical of a word. Yeah. You figure this is just it's Loving. raw emotionality. Yeah, it's it's just it, walk like come and join our family. Yeah, we have our arms open. Come to our barbecues. Come to our parties. Come hang out with us and just get to know us and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of the upcoming events happening at Love Ranch? Well, we have my party uh, this Saturday, so that's really exciting. Uh, I, we do a party every last Saturday of every month. I uh, 
initially somebody else had set up the agenda and we've been kind of working it out bit by bit, but we have a lot of ideas of things that we want to do mm-hmm. and in which guys way also, we're going to have fun. So. You also do like a weekly karaoke night, right? Karaoke every Friday and Saturday. And it's actually pretty selfish. It's just because I like to sing. So I set it up and then I do that. Okay. Do what the are your bit. some of your go-to karaoke <laughs> songs? I always sound check with um, Amy Winehouse, Valerie, because you just say Valerie over and over and over again. So you can check it in the different spots of the room and then you can actually get the sound right. Uh, but I love Carol King. She's Ooh. one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, well, next to like Paul Simon, but that's he never needed Garfunkel. I'm just gonna throw that out there real quick. But it's my it's, personal uh, preference. Yes, I do uh, George Michael, like Faith, or actually my go-to karaoke song, no matter where I'm at, Bare Necessities. Ooh, that's a really fun one too. Like <laughs> it's a, that's a really pleaser. dynamic yeah. one. It's not gonna be happy listening to Bare Necessities. It really because it's. it's one. It's like everybody turns around and goes, wait a minute. If we're not all singing it in our heads right now, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I definitely am. I'm definitely like doing a little head bop right now. I'm like, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, like that's going to be the bonus version of this episode is us doing like our own karaoke sing along to this. Like, yeah, come, that's yeah. what's up. Seriously. I even know all the weird parts. Like, uh, if you pick a papa with a prickly pear and you pick a raw pa, well, next time beware. Don't pick the prickly pear by the pa. I'm not going <laughs> to get too far into it. But, um, yeah, I actually corrected somebody. I pulled out the color stick on them and that, at my family reunion. I was Ooh, like, hey. that's what's up right there. She's throwing down with truth bombs. <laughs> oh, that is so much fun, though. So, Summer's, uh, Summer's here. Are you – what – what do, you, do you have plans for summers? Do you have any suggestions? Oh You've my been gosh. here for a couple of years, so I'm I yes. what you do. Summer is the season to go and explore Virginia City. If you haven't had the opportunity to see some of the most historic land in this state, you're missing out. We yeah. have the oldest hotel that's still operating in the state. Queen, right? No, the uh the gold what is it? The uh Gold Hill Hotel. It was there since um eighteen. 18- 59, I want to say. Either 1858 or 1859. I was going to say, you, you were trying hard not ooh. to say 69. I know. I was. I <laughs> <laughs> the number maybe popped into my head. <laughs> Why can I say we're dirty? But, oh, man, though. It's so cool because there's so much of the old mining equipment yeah. up there. Like you mentioned, the Silver Queen, which is this gorgeous mural that has real silver, real silver dollar bills on her dress. It's just, there's so much fun stuff to see and really good food, too. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. low-key shout-out to the Roasting House. I love you guys. <laughs> You're my coffee suppliers. They're my coffee dealers. Like, <laughs> I got a guy. They roast it fresh right there. Stuff. Shame me now as a Seattleite because I am like the only person who's like born like born and raised Washingtonian. Grew up in like the greater Seattle area, lived downtown, like all around that area. You are the Pacific Northwest. Damn. But I don't drink coffee. What? Get out! I know I'm like kidding, a freak kidding, of nature. Kidding. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I'm allergic to chocolate. I'm highly sensitive to sweets. I found um, out I'm allergic to eggs. Like it's all good. There's oh. some really weird allergies out there. I've actually I, I had a I had a friend growing up who was allergic to They make some really lovely egg substitutes that would blow you away. Mm, they really do. I've been, like, playing around with not egg salad, and it's so tasty. When as you get older, too, you find that you're allergic to so many random things. Yeah, like, yeah. Except Such quarter life, life crisis, goes. once again. I recently Here we to- are, like, <laughs> in our 20s being like, oh, we're so old. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know that we've got so much ahead of us, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's easy to appreciate true. not being 18. It's true. It really is. 
Oh my goodness. So how do people reach out and get a hold of you? God, I could talk to you forever. So I'm like, (laughs) okay. Uh, Juniperjones at loveranch.net is the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, My Twitter is juniperlovern, which could be either love right now or love ranch. But uh, yeah, there you go. A little bit of wordplay. I don't really use my Instagram as much as I used to, but drink underscore more underscore gin. And yeah, just come in. Just come in and meet us. Uh, I'm here all the time. I live locally. I know you do as well. And mm-hmm. you're, you, so just come in. Yes. What are you waiting for? There's no better day than today to take the first step and email one of the ladies. You can reach me at alicelittle at bunnyranch.com. Thank you guys so, so much for joining us. And as always, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like, or if we'd like, please give us a nice little rating on whatever listening platform you happen to hear us on. But only if it's a good one. Yes, good reviews only. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.